Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Unlocking the Magic. You are listening to show number 173. And today, we are going to discover an all-new land that celebrates the magic of nature. I'm talking about Disney's Pandora World of Avatar. I was wondering what you were talking about there for a second. <laughs> we are the last ones to go to the Pandora, I feel like. this. <laughs> now, we are going to discover the magic of MGM Studios. <laughs> is, is that really what it sounds like? I feel like it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. But you know what? I'm excited to talk about it today because I feel like we're going to give our take, like kind of like your average family's take on this new land inside Disney's Animal Kingdom. Well, Disney created Pandora 10 years after the movie came out, so we decided to review Pandora 10 years after it opened. Perfect. And true, right, in, <laughs> in true unlocking the magic form, it's 10 years later. No, I'm just kidding. We hiked amid floating mountains. We saw glowing fauna and flora. We heard the native drum circle <laughs> and many other things that they describe on the website. I actually read a lot about this beforehand. We watched the movie again, which, by the way, not not a very kid-friendly movie. Just throwing it out there. Or great, by the way. <laughs> not a great movie. It's an okay movie. I feel like when it came out at the time, it was wonderful. Like the, the But... I'm sort of going to say the opposite now. Like, don't watch this movie before you go visit. I don't think you need to. Yeah, no, you definitely don't. Nor should you waste the time. Well, it's It was much better in the movie theater with 3D than it is at home. I think it's cool how they, they describe it, how the land that celebrates the magic of nature. And I really feel, if you want to give, if you want to hear my two cents right, right off the bat, I do feel like that is seen throughout. It's more of like nature versus the whole story of pandora you know well flight of passage is kind of the story of pandora yeah the attraction itself is but i feel like once you go into this land you don't necessarily have to see the movie nor do you i mean nor if you you shouldn't if you have little kids because it is kind of it's kind of uh not a like i said it's disney does a great job of incorporating these attractions and lands to make you feel like you know what's going on without they tell the story through the land Exactly. Or through the attraction, which is very good because then you don't have to watch the movie like me. Right. It's easy for Bruce. Because I forgot. I haven't watched the movie since. So I think it's been on TV a few times, but it's not like we watch it often. All right. So let's talk about our first thoughts in Pandora when we're walking in. And then we're going to do kind of uh, talk about the attractions, of course, our take on the attractions, the food. We have to talk about the food and just the overall feeling of Pandora. I know many of you listening have visited and have sent us your kind of um, opinions about it and it was cool to kind of hear but we really didn't go into Pandora knowing much like we really wanted to just see it and not kind of have an opinion made. I mean let me just be honest I was tempted. (laughs) Well I didn't want to go. I was really tempted to watch some videos and stuff but. I want to experience it for the first time myself and not not know what to expect. We went on flights of passages. I flight of passage, and I had no idea what it was going to be like. I didn't know what the queue was like. Yeah, I didn't know what the attraction was. 
Um, obviously, you hear rumors and you, you kind of see articles that you can't help but skim a little bit. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> but for the most part, I didn't know much. The only thing I did know is we went to Animal Kingdom before it opened. I think it was February. And we peeked through the gate. And you could see a little bit of what it was going to be like. It almost looked like a big artichoke. It did look like a big art. <laughs> coming over the pathway. And if you're walking down the path of into Pandora from the Animal Kingdom, you know yeah. what I'm talking about. Well, it's like the floating trees, like up high. Like we Yeah, so you kind of had a feeling of what it was going to be like. But it was daytime. It wasn't nighttime. It wasn't lit up. And you didn't really experience it for the first time. So a lot of people told us we had to experience it during the day and during the night. Because it's two totally different experiences. For sure. And I'm so glad that we got that suggestion because naturally I had assumed that Pandora was definitely just a place to go at night. Like it, it's, you know, you with the essence of the movie and how things are glowing, I really felt like, well, we could just skip it during the day, do Animal Kingdom and then, you know, other parts of Animal Kingdom. But... I'm so glad we saw it in daylight because I feel like it was more empowering seeing it, seeing the floating trees, seeing the land and the landscape. It was breathtaking. Yeah. I mean, my first initial reaction was let's wait till nighttime to go because it's such a nighttime experience, which is what you think of when you think of the movie or you think of Pandora in general. You think of, oh, man, it's going to light up all the bio illuminate how do you say that <laughs> you're so funny because i was just thinking that i actually was going to say it when i said glowing yeah but <laughs> you avoided something it. like that bio wait bioluminescent 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 forest yes so yes. that's what what she said <laughs> you think of that so you want to go there at night but you got to go during the day uh because at night it's really dark and it is. it's hard to navigate if you don't know where you're going or have a clue and you miss a lot of things like there's a lot of things that you can see during the day that you can't see at night and vice versa exactly you have to see it both i think we we did it we did a good job by we kind of visited just before the sun was going down right i don't think you get enough immersion into the land at night you can't see the mountains and how they are basically looks like they're floating right right you can't really tell that at night you know what I didn't expect, to be honest? When we were seeing sort of the teaser before it was um, officially opened, especially the floating mountains and things, I didn't expect the grandness scale. Did I describe that okay? Yeah. Like I didn't expect it to be so massive, I guess. I just thought it would be like just one little landmark here and you'd walk in you'd see like, – because that one particular floating floating mountain you could see from the distance from – very early on, when we were there February last year, no, 2017, we could see it. And I thought, okay, cool. But I was really taken back by the scale. Like, I really, you really feel like you've traveled to another alien planet. See, I had the opposite. I thought it was kind of small. What? Yeah, I thought. Are you kidding? Not so much the architecture or the land, but the general area where everything is, it didn't seem like there was much to do there. Okay, yeah. There's not much to do. There's two attractions. There's food. There's... There's definitely, it's, I feel like it's more of like a neat hangout. Is that, if you're not going on the attractions. Yeah, it's I a feel super like, cool waiting area for the two attractions. Right. <laughs> like if you, I guess if you're going to spend two and a half hours to three hours waiting for an attraction, Pandora is the place to do it. I definitely think so. Like it's got nothing on the Peter Pan ride. When Disney talks about it, they say, what? Wait, what? 
It has nothing. Like the waiting area at the Peter Pan <laughs> Peter is nothing. Pan? Not a great area to wait at. Why do you always get to say that? Because that's a huge line. And <laughs> yeah. it's just a, a very unusual attraction to have such a long wait for. All right. Anyways, but I love the way Disney describes Pandora here on their, um, they talk about uh, about Pandora, journey to an all-new, awe-inspiring land that celebrates the magnif- magnificent power of nature. And I do think that that's more of what you see in Pandora. It's more of like the atmosphere, the beautiful exotic fl- uh, greenery and flowers and things. Like that to me is Pandora. And then the bonus is the two attractions that are there. Yeah, it fits in with Animal Kingdom too because when you think of the theming of Animal Kingdom and the different lands, it's themed very well. Totally. And this totally fits in with what all the other lands in Animal Kingdom. I feel like it's about time. Like this is what Animal Kingdom needed a long time ago. Yeah, it needed some creature thing. It definitely did. And this it, fits right in. And this fits perfectly. At first I was like, why are they putting it there? It kind of doesn't go there. How does the movie Avatar fit in with Disney in the Animal Kingdom? But then once you go and you experience it, after experiencing some of the Animal Kingdom Park, you get it. You get it, and you get the feeling. Thank you for repeating my last five words. You're welcome, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so your thoughts on Pandora initially was better. Well, what do you think? Did you have more of a connection to the land during the day or at night? Day. Day. Okay, fair. I think it was mixed between the family. Like, I preferred it during the day. But the kids preferred it at night. Although it was really hard to keep track of the kids at night, so maybe that's why they liked it. I would say first experience, day is better. Okay. Nighttime is spectacular if you kind of know where you're going, you right? If my first experience yeah. was dirt at night when there was no – I couldn't really see all the lights are on, but I couldn't really see that much, It would I would have had a different feel. But going and experiencing during the day, walking around, getting to know the land and the area a little bit, and then going back at night – made you ex- appreciate the light that was going on there a little bit more. All right. So we, I, I feel like I dragged this on long enough. We've got to talk about Flight of Passage. All right. So your favorite attraction is Flight of Passage. Flight of Passage is something that I, again, went into without any expectations. I didn't read about it. I tried, not, I tried to avoid any other resources to kind of... I just wanted to go in and not know. And it was fun because we were in line waiting. What did you think it was? At, to be honest, I thought it would be more of like an individual flying type thing. I, I don't know. I, I just know it's Disney and I know it's new and I know that they were going to push the envelope or at least I felt like they needed to. Um, and so I kind of thought, I don't know, I got I kind of thought it would be maybe more like a roller coaster or something, I guess. Yeah, I didn't know what it was. It, it feels a little bit like Soarin'. Except yeah. you're sitting on the thing. And you can see what you're going to sit on outside because I had to test it out to see if I fit on it. <laughs> and it it's a little bit snug in there. Like, you feel tight. But when you look around there, when you're on the Soarin' attraction and you look around, you can tell you're up high. I, first of all, appreciate the snug feeling because I was – it. it is a, it's thrilling. It's a thrilling attraction. Yeah, this was great. I, th- I thought it was you. What do you think about the queue? I thought the queue was awesome. I thought, okay, so full disclosure, we had a fast pass. So we didn't sit in the queue too long, but I feel long enough where we got to feel the message of the attraction and kind of guess what we were doing. And I think once we got inside, there is more to the story. You have to be connected and find your banshee. 
which was pretty cool because they actually body scan you, Bruce. Did you know that? <laughs> Are you no, paying attention? I did. I did. <laughs> I, it, they scanned me and I became a woman. Exactly. Is that How did that happen? There was just a round they of were, applause They were messing with me a little bit. And laughter after that. I think they were messing with you, but it was amazing. So I just want to thank you, cast members. For... I thought the intro <laughs> message was a little long. Yeah. Okay. So the the... The, the, the attraction right now, there's a long wait. So you have to decide. There's obviously the two attractions right there right now. And you have to d- decide which one you're going to be getting a fast pass for. We decided Flight of Passage. Looking back, maybe we should have chose the other attraction, the Navi River. Journey. Journey. I would Yeah, I, I think... Well, well, we'll get into why, I All think, right. later. But I think... So anyway, but I you know we wanted to go on Flight of Passage so badly... And, it, you know, it was a holiday week, so it was going to be even more busy. So I was really worried about not being able to see any of the attractions, to be quite honest. So that said, I felt like the once you got up to the attraction, like just before, so it's kind of got, if you guys have ever gone to see um, the dinosaur attraction, it kind of has that same storyline in a way. Not so much you're traveling in the past, but it definitely gets you geared up and there's a lot to talk about prior to you actually boarding. It was like a pre-movie before you get on the attraction. Exactly. Which was kind of long. Which it was probably like a minute or two long. And that's for me. Like, I can only imagine what you thought, Bruce. Yeah. 30 seconds in, I was like, this is way too long for me. Can we just please go? All I could think about were those poor people waiting in line for three hours. Like, this has got to be the reason why it's a little bit longer than needed. So will that ever change? Like, will the attraction, like... I think they do that so that way you feel... Like you're starting the attraction before you start the attraction, so you don't feel like you're wait. Like that's kind of the waiting area. Oh yeah. I guess so those that's two, true. you walk in, you get scanned, and then you walk in, you see the movie. Well, no. That's where the attraction begins, and then, but you feel like you got in, even though you still got ten more minutes to go. But they count how many people, so there's only a certain amount of people. So that that's the other part of it. Like I don't remember how many of us there were, but there couldn't have been more than twenty. If yeah, but you've, you've started, and in your mind, you've started. That's true. Even though you still got another room to go watch another movie, and then you get on. So you're telling me you know what's in my mind. You I, know what's going on in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's why they do that. Okay. Well, I thought it was cool. I loved it. I don't know how much I'll love it time and time again. It's You know what I mean? Like, if, if we were kind of... If there it should was, be an extra fast pass. You fast pass through that. Maybe there is. Maybe there will fast be. Fast pass plus plus. But I obviously... And you guys know, you. I love the story. That's half of it, you know. And having that storytelling before the attraction is what makes Disney Disney and what makes us go and continue to go to, you know, go to the parks over and over again. But at Well, it's funny, point, though, because like in okay. Soren, sorry to interrupt you. Of course. You can tell when it's someone's first time on Soren because when the guy's like, make sure you put all of your... Uh, items Personal. underneath your seat, yeah. incu- including these beauties. <laughs> and like the guy takes off the Mickey ears. Yeah. Like there's like two people or three people in line who laugh. Yeah. I know that's so cute. It's, you could tell it's their first time. Yeah. Because anybody who's been on there before knows that's coming and generally will, you know, smile but doesn't give a laugh out loud. Right. Okay. So, yeah. So this will be like that. I think that your first time seeing this attraction, the scan is cool. The pre-movie is is cool and interesting but the second and third time you'll probably be like let me just get on the attraction yeah well bonding with the mountain banshee is a really big deal and they say it's crucial in the step of being a navi hunter and flying on these things so you know 
Yeah. It is a cool story and it is cool that they connect you. I just, I'm still laughing. I wish I caught on video how you were connected to a woman. Yeah, I was connected. <laughs> you, were, you were a woman in the thing that versus. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> All right. So, Flight of Passage, total must do. It's a great attraction. You know what's a great attraction when I can look around. I'm on this banshee. I got glasses on. I know what's the screen in front of me. And there comes a point when you're riding this attraction and it like almost hits an animal. And I jumped. I screamed. And I know it's I know it's an attraction. I know it's not real. Well. But it feels so real. It feels so real. Like I walked away from this attraction just so excited for the future of Walt Disney World. Because if this is the kind of thing that they are going to be bringing in and if when they do more things like it's amazing. And even the kids leaving said, Mom, I think I would have waited in line for three hours for that the problem is this attraction is so good you go if you don't if you do it first and you go on other attractions after everything else seems less exciting (laughs) that's not true it's true this is an amazing attraction this has got to be the best attraction that disney has ever created thus far so you would so if if you wanted to describe the attraction to somebody would you say that it's a mixture of if they've gone to walt disney world in the past something like soren yeah for sure but amplified in the sense where you're you're side by side next to somebody in Soren, so you don't necessarily get that full on i would say it's a cross between Soren and star tours okay like you have your 3d experience like star tours you're flying around uh you're up in the air like Soren. uh you're not you're it feels more personal because you're on Soren. i know i'm sitting next to somebody yeah that's what and I mean. there's feet dangling above me <laughs> right on this you kind of the way they have it set up you, if you look like while you're on the attraction, if you look to your right or to your left, wherever you are, you're going to see people. But if you don't look around and you just kind of focus and they do such a good job with the story that you all you do is focus on it. Other and than you because you clearly looked around. I did after. Yeah. <laughs> and you forget that there's people around you. You feel like you're alone. Yeah, that's what I think is so neat about it. And I was trying to compare it to something. I don't think I would say Star Tours. or I mean, definitely Soarin' in the sense of like you're flying and you feel like you're immersed in the story, but not. But you're so alone and it definitely makes you feel like you're flying alone, which I think was really neat for not only me, but for the kids. Because well, Star Tours, because it gives you that feeling. Like when you're on Star Tours, you feel, even though you're sitting down, you feel like you're moving. Yeah, that's true. Soren doesn't give you that. That's you just kind of sit there. That is true. So, two thumbs up. Big. Big. I don't want to set your expectations too high. I but do. It, <laughs> but I feel like I I don't think you'll be disappointed even with high expectations. You could wait minimum, I don't know, minimum, maximum? How do you say that? I don't know. I'd say two hours would be my wait limit for that. I think what's cool is that they have the setup out front of the attraction. So a lot of, like, you got in. I tried to lock you in. The cast member tried to lock you in there. Where? where? Out front. When you try to see, because you said, I'm a big guy. Can I fit one of these things? And he said, yeah, it's right here. Why don't you give it a try? Which I think is neat. I wish a lot of the attractions, I think that's cool that they do that. I think it kind of ruins it, though. Why? Because you can, if it's your first time, like, I don't want to see the the ride yeah i want to know like if i experience it for the first time i want to go in there and experience everything for the first time not knowing what to expect look you say that but i don't want to experience you experiencing and then complaining to me well that's true (laughs) i can't fit my knees i understand why they do it because of that reason they don't want people to wait for three hours and then not be able to fit and be upset i'm just saying that i wanted to experience it and and kind of figure it out 
as I go through it. Okay, fair enough. Well, when are we going to disclose that we didn't actually get to go on Navi River Journey? Next episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Moving on. We had a choice. We had a choice between fast passes and... I know it's a tough choice for people. In in my mind, I'm, I was thinking to myself, why would people wait three hours? But if it's your only chance to go to Disney or Animal Kingdom and experience Pandora, you're probably going to wait because it's an amazing attraction. And we were debating about this off air in our, in our Patreon group before we did this episode. You know, if you're not going to go to Disney for four or five years, Pandora, uh, Flight of Passage and the Navi River Journey are probably going to be on your list to do because if you've been to Disney, you've probably done the other attractions. See, I think the opposite, because if you if you don't go to Disney often, you're gonna see want to see more of Animal Kingdom, so that will limit your day if you're waiting in line. Because I, I understand people are probably gonna choose between the two fast passes, right? But you're still gonna have to wait in line. So far, the line has not gone down since opening, so you're gonna be spending three hours in one of the two attractions. Well, look at uh, attractions like Mine Train, which has been open for a while, or Toy Story. It's, those are huge lines still. So I don't think this is going anywhere until. You know, they open another attraction that's popular. But my theory was I think I would have preferred to wait in line for Flight of Passage and grab a Navi River Journey Fast Pass because my whole theory of once you leave an attraction that is a thrilling attraction, your adrenaline's up and you're feeling excited and happy and you almost forget how long of a wait it was versus waiting three hours and it being like a slow-moving yet beautiful, we've heard, and amazing again with the bioluminescent features in this attraction, is really amplified and highlighted, which I think is cool because it definitely it goes more along with the story of the land. But you kind of leave going, oh, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know if I could wait three hours for any attraction. That's true. That's so, true. Let's move on because that's, you know, what am I even saying? I agree with you, though. If <laughs> Looking back on it, I probably would have got a fast pass for Navi River Journey and then just waited till Flight of Passage was... You know, two hours or less to wait. So you're, I, I, you're, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'm not waiting three hours for any attraction. I, like Walt Disney could be greeting us at the gate, helping us get on the attraction, and I'm still not waiting three hours. Yes, Bruce. I am fully aware of this. All right. So Can we move on? Let's move on to – so those are the two attractions there. They also have a, a show there um, that's pretty interesting. But just walking around the land itself is interesting, and, and it's an attraction in its of itself. I was going right to food to get you happy again. Let's go to, let's go to <laughs> what they have to eat, for, uh, to eat there. Yeah, because that, to me, I feel like was the full circle of the story. This to, to uh, this particular place, this quick service place, which didn't, I mean, it's quick service, but I feel like you can make it feel like long. I like how these quick service, um, they definitely immerse you in the story. So you kind of forget that it's just like a quick, quick in and out type of thing, right? That plus we waited 20 minutes to order. Oh, right. So that, that helps you forget about the fact that it's a quick service. It wasn't that long. And this is, by the way, this is the this is the quick service there. It, it has um, the, how, how do you pronounce it? Satuli Canteen. Canteen yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this has the mobile ordering, ordering, which we didn't try. But we should have just, I mean, we had the dining plan, so we didn't try it. We should have tried it, though, just to try it. Yeah. But when you're hangry and you have the dining plan, you're you like, just wanna, you and just you waited wanna 20 minutes to order, you're like, I have, I don't even care. Well, this is a menu inspired by Pandora's Beauty. And let me just tell you, the dishes are so artworthy. Like they are, they look like they're pieces of art. They're funky looking. They're funky, right? So you're walking into this place and you definitely know you're in another planet, another moon somewhere. 
just from the just from walking in. Then you see people carrying around these dishes. I truly felt like I was looking into our future and that this is what I was kind of really excited. This is actually what I was feeling like. I know we're talking about Pandora, but this is kind of what I feel like Star Wars Galaxy's Edge is going to feel like. Yeah, I agree with you. So it got me even more excited once I kind of correlated to I mean, it helped that you were also wearing a Star Wars t-shirt as usual, but you know, like, that's all I got. That's all I got. But I definitely was cool. All that was missing was like the the funky hairstyles and maybe like some blue skinned people walking around. <laughs> I don't know, like right, like I'm just thinking of like the future and right. Yeah, I, I think you're. I don't know where you're going of, with that, but yeah, I was just thinking like I felt like I was at a restaurant at some place in a in the. Guardians of the Galaxy movie. There's a lot of seating too. It's pretty big. It was like big. real life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. So we got the bow buns. We got two bow buns and then we got- What did we get? Bow buns. Bow buns. Yeah. They're like steamed buns with things inside and our youngest was like, I ain't eating that. They're steamed buns with things inside. Perfect. One's got cheeseburger one's got vegetable. <laughs> yeah. I described that pretty well. Okay. And they look funky. Yeah. But it tastes like just bread. It almost tastes like a McDonald's cheeseburger. Our kid, our youngest was like, was said, no thanks. Thanks, but no thanks. But until we got our, somehow we convinced her to try it. I think I just cut a little piece off after, because after you take a bite or cut it in half to share it, you can kind of see the inside and it normalizes it a little bit. It definitely, the flavors normalize it, I would say, a lot. But they were good. I thought it was really good. And I, I don't know, I feel like it, it's, it's perfect for the, the, the land, the perfect theming but the flavors weren't so out there that i think would make people not eat there are you sure about that i don't know that was very that was a very unsure statement i was thinking of our youngest and she said she she made the decision right in line i'm not eating here yeah it was (laughs) it definitely looks different and and one of the uh, side dishes had like these little pearls on it and when you eat them it like bursts in your mouth you were all about that. I was like, Monterey. you have to try that. It was, it was funky. It was like, it's a different experience. They tasted good, but it was just a different <laughs> culinary experience that most people aren't used to. Yeah. And the desserts were pretty good. All right. So we got to talk about the desserts real quick because when we went to order, we actually at lunch or whenever we ate, we didn't order dessert right away. We went back to just get the desserts. And I was so happy we did. And I asked one of the cast members, I said, which dessert should we choose? Because the blueberry one looked out of this world. So it's a blueberry cream cheese mousse. Mousse. Well, you were interrupted. With a passion fruit. I was describing it. I was just going to say, she told me to get both. So go ahead. And then there's a chocolate one. Thank you. So she said, she had, she actually made us get both. She's like, I see your dining plan. Two snack credits. Hit your band right there. Bit of both. And we did. Yeah. And I, it was cool kind of tasting the tasting both of them and comparing. But I have to, I, I loved that blueberry cream cheese mousse. It was with passion fruit curd. Super awesome. The Super thing about the, the, the couple items that we got, they look different than you think they would taste does that make sense no like they taste different than they look what you think they're going to taste like you think it looks it almost looks fake it did almost look like a, a mixture between like jello and gelatin gelatin yeah i wasn't then you'd think you're going to yeah. taste it, it's going to taste like gelatiny and plastic yeah but it was really good it was too almost too pretty to eat you got to look at it and then be like that looks really good and then Close your eyes and take a scoop and eat it. And you say, wow. then you have the two different experiences. So that's what we should do with the kids. Just just have them close their eyes the entire time. Yeah. We'll just <laughs> and then they'll try it. Eat it on our own. Forget them. <laughs> they should sell like masks, like Pandora masks for the kids. They're on their own. Forget it. You can get your own thing. <laughs> oh, Go get really some cool. popcorn. Yeah. 
I think we did. We did we did our live broadcast. Well, we tried to do our live broadcast from there that night, that first night that we were there, Monday night. Yeah. Which and, yeah. Newsflash. News Animal Kingdom is very dark. So unless you have some lighting, mm-hmm. probably not a great place to do a live broadcast at eight PM. Unless you're walking around Pandora with this like extensive lighting setup. Yeah. It's tough. probably not a good idea. Tough on the streets, that's for sure. We definitely learned that the hard way. <laughs> but it was cool overall. I think it was a really cool place. Definitely fits the theme. And I almost want to say, like, head there first. Like, go there and eat. Really get into the story and then go around and have and see the remaining stuff, go to the attractions. I think that, to me, is was, was perfect. Especially if you don't have fast passes because then you have three hours to digest. <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't even think of that. You don't want to get in line if you're a little bit hungry. Because by no. the time you get off, you're going to be hangry. No, there is no amount of snacks in that satchel backpack whatever that will satisfy the hangries in not that for line. three hours no definitely not I and it's hard it's hard to get out of that line most lines you can get out and then go back in this one once you're in you're in unless you get out all right so let's talk about the 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 gift shop yeah there. the wind traders and i mean i took a couple of our girls in there well you were doing something i don't know what you were doing but you were doing something i was i don't know making friends but this is pretty cool they have like those banshee we saw the people walking around the park with these banshees on their shoulders and they're almost like attached to them and they can it's almost like in the movie where you connect with them and they become part of you. They are pretty cool. Which I thought was cool and really creepy at the same time. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I feel like it was a little creepy seeing little ones walking around with them only because they're like, I don't know. It was just weird because I know that the movie is grown up for them. Right. So they really have to just be in love with them once they visit Pandora and kind of fall in love with the land and then they would... Right? Like I don't the know. Banshee. I don't know. <laughs> I have mixed feelings. But they also had a doll that you could get your face scanned and then <laughs> you're obsessed, you're become obsessed with this. The, your avatar becomes like you. It looks like you. It's like a little doll that looks like you. Why didn't we get a Bruce avatar? I don't know. Some, I don't know. What happened? That would have been really cool. It would have been. I don't know if that's cool or not. You wouldn't. I don't know well, if I want a doll that looks like me. I don't know. You wouldn't. I want a blue talking. doll that looks like me. <laughs> Not into it that much. I don't know. You wouldn't stop talking about it. And I just It's cool if you're a little kid and you can get a doll that looks like you in the, in the way that they do it, the technology that they have to scan your face and then create a doll that looks like you is really cool. I just don't know that I need one. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. But I do think that the gift shop as well, this, this wind trader place, was really cool. Again, fits the theme. Like I almost feel like you should go eat, then go to wind traders, maybe hang out, and then... Go to the attractions, and then if you want to buy something, go back to the Wind Traders. And, you know, if you fall in love with the attractions or the story, then that's when you purchase. But I do think that they overall did an incredible job. All I can think about when I was there at Pandora, World of Avatar, was, oh my goodness, Star Tours Galaxy's Edge is going to be epic. Yeah. That's all I could think about the whole time, because I thought they did such a wonderful job with Pandora. And Pandora, you know, great. Like, the movie came out years and years ago. They wanted to fit something a theme with the animal kingdom i think they did a wonderful job but it's not the most popular movie anymore right no not at all so with star wars being what it is right a whole culture <laughs> i can only imagine what the lines are going to be like at star at galaxy's yeah, edge we better line up now <laughs> is there a way to line up can you now? get your fast passes now before it even it's even completed i may never come home i'm just telling you right now that this may be the time 2019 where connie just never comes back home yeah i, I think might, you're right i think that's what I feel. I'm, so. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm excited to see what the food is going to be like. When, I mean, if you've gone to Star Tours at Hollywood Studios, you can see what they can do outside. Like the queue there is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. So you get a feeling of it's just going to be a giant version of that. 
Yeah. And I wonder what the food is going to be like, what the restaurants are going to be like. But if you could take Pandora and what they did there, and obviously technology's improved since they started Pandora. Can they just make, I'm just thinking, can they just make a whole city, like a whole, like I'm okay with it. Like I would be okay with living. They should do a whole land, a whole. Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Like, yeah. Gate. Yep. Star Wars. Yeah, and then I will just live there, and like it will, you'll have like your regular things. You Each know. land will be a different like moon or part of the movie. Yeah. Like you go to Star Wars. Yeah, I'm never coming home. Yeah, that's just, a good idea. Let's just do so that. So you know, let's write them. <laughs> write that down because, yeah, Connie's living there full time. Overall experience, Pandora. Was it did it uh, meet your expectations? Exceed your expectations? Or you know, it didn't even meet your expectations. What happened? What happened there? I think it exceeded my expectations. I think I, I didn't have any expectations going in, to be quite honest with you. Again, I told you, we watched the movie. It was not necessarily something that I would recommend for little ones. So I was kind of disappointed on that avenue just because I love the stories. But overall, I thought it was pretty great. Yeah, I thought that it was it was pretty good too. I, I It did meet my expectations. It exceeded my expectations during the day. At night, it's exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It wasn't. I didn't walk out of Pandora and say, there's no way Star Wars Land is going to be as good as this. this, is what people have said to me. Like, people have said, this is epic. This is going to be 10 times, this is 10 times better than Star Wars Land is ever going to be. I say Star Wars Land. I know what, it's really? Edge. People say that? Who's yeah. those people? <laughs> there's been a couple people that said that in our show. I mean, it's cool that the lighting and like that whole part of it, where else can you go there that you can walk around where it's illuminating around you like yeah that. i think that the when ground you go to, even i mean that was crazy i think when you go to galaxy's edge you're gonna recognize a lot more than you do in this so it's gonna make you think about the story too true this is just an overall visual appeal wonderland yeah yeah so they did a great job i i, I highly recommend it i think connie's right get a fast pass for navi river journey <laughs> wait in line can you just say that one more time yeah Con- i think connie is what yeah connie is getting our fast passes for navi river journey next time <laughs> Connie is right, is what I was looking for. (laughs) But that's okay. I'll settle for it one time. All right. So that's going to do it? Yeah, that's it for this episode of the show. All right. Um, Let's talk about what we have coming up. We have a few things coming up. It is going to be... Wow, we're rounding out of 2017 pretty soon. I know. This has been a pretty crazy year. It has been. Would you say epic or would you say meh? I'd say it's been good. Good. Okay, yeah. It's been busy and good. I it's think we've done busy. a good job. We've done our, we do a live show. We do yeah. this podcast every yeah. week. Uh, you can stone. join us inside our Patreon group. And a lot of people have asked us, like, what is this Patreon? What is this Patreon? So Patreon is a website oh. where, and it's a private group that we have that you can join us. And we do uh, extra podcast episodes, uh, extra live shows every month, kind of giving you a little bit of behind the scenes of what we do here at the podcast and uh, hanging out. You know, we, we do a lot of live shows. It is a lot, that group. yeah, a lot of hanging out, a lot of like just unscripted. Not that this podcast is really scripted, but just definitely more unstructured. Us. Unstructured. So if you want to, if you want some, <laughs> hang out with us on some extra live shows in the month. Uh, hear these podcasts before they come out, and extra podcast episodes. You can join us over on there. Just go to our website, unlockingthemagic.com, and there's a button that says Patreon. It's like five bucks. It's awesome. Yeah. All right. And thanks to our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. If you're looking to have, if you have little kids and you're looking for some help pushing them around the parks, <laughs> Kingdom Strollers is definitely the place you want to go check out. They can deliver your stroller right to you, and then when you're done, after you've used it for your whole vacation, so it's not just in the parks; it's through your whole vacation. They come I, pick it up right from where they dropped it off. 
I just love when you when you when you shout out Kingdom when you go ahead and take take control over there because the the push if you need help pushing around your kids yeah if your dad gets tired and you want to push him around too I'm sure he could snug in there they got really cool strollers that are high quality yeah yeah very high quality so go check out kingdomstrollers.com for that and also Enchanted Escapes Travel uh, they actually helped us book this last trip they did a good job it was very easy for me. Uh, which is always easy for me because you usually do the booking. But was it easy for you? It was incredible. And it's free. Like when you have a, a Disney travel agent book your trip, it doesn't cost you any money. They do all the work for you. Book your fast passes, your reservations, your hotels. And the cool thing, at least I thought it was cool, is generally when we book our own trips, we set it and forget it. And when they do it for you, they kind of email you every once in a while and say, hey, this fast pass became available or this reservation became available at this time. You want to change it? And normally we wouldn't do that. And a couple of times it came up where we changed something. And it was pretty easy. Yeah, and it was free. It didn't cost us any money. So yeah. enchanted-escapes.com is our preferred travel partner for that. All right. All righty. I think that's going to be it. Just remember to, we do our live show on Monday nights at 8 p.m. And our website, unlockingthemagic.com is our home base. You can find all the show notes for this episode. If we mention something on the podcast and you want to hear a link, go back to unlockingthemagic.com. And we'll see you guys Monday night at 8 p.m. All right. Bye, everybody.